News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reikley. Greetings, welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk. Are you okay, buddy? He's got the football. He's got to throw it. Oh, jeez. Good catch. Wow, it's only my second football catch in years. So, of course, we have. he's throwing the football from inside the tent. That's that's a little tricky. That was a nice little sidearm. Aren't you, weren't you a defensive player back was, in the day? Uh, defensive and to some people offensive. Well, <laughs> to this very day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All so, right, uh, well, we'll, get, we'll let that. High school football, we'll have to talk about it here in the, uh, in the second hour, first half hour. I know we'll get into some uh, interesting information, as always. And uh, you guys have a good week on the show so far? Uh, yeah, we've been talking a little bit. The, the president has been kind of a springboard for quite a few good comments. Oh, good. Uh, I'm sure we'll have that today, but uh, to uh, bring us what we're going to talk about today will be the Sunbury Motor Company. Well, on the mark sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company, you can check them out at sunburymotors.com. Later this morning, our toll-free line will be open. We invite you to call 1-800-795-9565 when that time comes. Anytime between now and then, you can email us at onthemarkatwkok.com. We've got some good email spending, and you can text us at 70236. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, we're glad to see that a local community member around here, Raven Rudnitsky, is on the line. She's a seal and therapist, happens to be an educator. And uh, we see you, uh, Raven, if you don't mind, is it the State Bar Association Judicial Panel? Explain that panel that you served on. Oh, I was the first one and first uh, lawyer to chair the disciplinary board for the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania. That's the body that adjudicates lawyers who have uh, stepped out of line in some small or large way. Okay. Can I, if I can impose, are you on speaker by chance? Uh, I'm on a, I'm on the, my cell phone. You're just talking on the cell phone. Okay. And maybe stand where there's a, maybe a slightly stronger signal or uh, the phone cuts out just a tiny bit uh, between comments. But we did hear what you said, uh, the state disciplinary board. So, and w- what, first non-lawyer to chair that? Is that what you said? I was the first woman and first non-lawyer. On the board, there are 16 people, 14 of whom are lawyers, two are non-lawyers. Right. I was at psychologist long lawyer uh, on the board. That was back the, when, gosh, that was 20 years ago or so, but um, that was, a, I was appointed by one of the members of the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania. It was an honor to do that. It was uh, just very exciting to be able to learn a great deal about the law and uh, how how it's dealt with when one of the lawyers does something that's, that's inappropriate. And to be able to chair that body uh, as a woman and a non-lawyer was, was quite an experience for me, but I have an in-house lawyer here that uh, with whom I live, and he was a great help with that. Uh, so I, you know, it was a wonderful, wonderful experience. 
Yeah, Marv is a go-to guy for a lot of people around here. Even my family's been able to, to meet him professionally, and we always appreciate going to the various seminars and, and so on that uh, he has uh, led over the years. And we've spoken to you over the years as a therapist, talking to you about uh, you know the psychology of things that are happening in the community sometimes. Well, today we want to talk about the presidential race. You're one of the many people around here that has a strong, informed opinion about this. Uh, tell us about your views on the presidential races. Is there sort of a, a real clear dividing line in this race that you can describe? You know, what separates these two candidates in your view? Well, I appreciate that. I, I think more in terms of, I prefer to think, in terms of what unites us rather than what divides us. Uh, I, I think one of the things about which I feel most strongly is with so much statistics so much animosity, so much tribalism. We're really not able to hear each other, and we're not able to get to some of the basic things that all of us care about. Uh, I wrote my letter to the Daily Item because I care deeply about our shared moral values, our core values as human beings. I happen to be a Christian. I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, my parents were moderate Republicans. They were probably conservative Republicans. They were socially liberal, uh, fiscally conservative. Uh, they, if, if they were here today, they would probably echo what I've heard many of my Republican friends say, and that's that the current administration does not represent their Republican values uh, in the way that they wish it would. Um, that the current president is not a person who demonstrates the moral leadership that they value. And so um, as, a, as a Christian person uh, and as a therapist, because I have to acknowledge, when I first started watching uh, Mr. Trump run for president, uh, I was not familiar with him. I have not seen any of his television programs or anything. Uh, but I was I watched and I listened and I thought something's very wrong here. And I I have an old DSM four, which is my diagnostic and statistical manual, uh, that I used uh as a therapist and I looked at narcissistic personality disorder. And uh all all one has to do, it doesn't matter whether you're a Republican or a Democrat or an independent if you read the characteristics of narcissistic personality disorder, I was stunned. I was stunned with how closely the current president matches those descriptions. And I think that's frightening for all of us. I, again, I don't think you have to be a Republican or a Democrat or a Democrat to know that the complete lack of empathy is very negative characteristic for someone who is our leader. And I think about uh, the person who's talking about how, how much I would like our children, my, my grandchildren, to be able to emulate that person, to be able to look up to that person. And again, I don't think our, our political background uh, matters in terms of, is this man somebody to whom we look up? Do we admire him? We do we believe him? When I was a child growing up, Mark, the, the critical things in my house were pretty simple. 
we were told to be kind, just be kind to each other, be compassionate people. And I know in my family, one of the most important things was don't lie. You must tell the truth. Uh, I can remember one time as a young child, I went to my parents and it wasn't pretty because that is not something they condoned. And I listened to this man lie to us over and over and it makes me really sad because I don't want that kind of behavior to become normalized for any of us, regardless of our political affiliation. So it, it just troubles me greatly the divisiveness that he's created for us, that it, it's become us against them. And I, I don't think we need to, to live like that. You know, we're, we're Americans. We, we celebrate our democracy. We can vote for whomever we choose. But we, we have to speak truth. We have to be kind. And those are the kinds of things that I worry about. You mentioned you wrote a letter to the editor. In it, uh, you call, make reference to Joe Kance, and he's using his faith to help guide his decision-making, including supporting President Trump. What specific uh, faith points can you refute or, or, or elaborate on that would uh, call attention to how faith would lead you to not support President Trump? Wow. Um, yeah. I, I think... Well, Joe states stated several different things where he said um, these were the values, and I, you know, I just don't, you know, I didn't agree with those. He said uh, that he 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 started out, you know, when he talked about uh, giving tax breaks, and he alluded to the fact that that helped the middle class. But I, I said in the article uh, that. 82% of middle-class families but tax cuts is what Joe said and what we know is that the top 25% of people got 52.2% of the benefit from that. The bottom part of the people, the poorest people, only 3% of that. And I know Jesus talks to us in, in the New Testament about taking care of the poor. He talks to us about feeding the hungry. He talks about clothing the naked and taking care of the women, the widows and the children. And that does not seem to be a top priority. Um, it was Forbes magazine that, that gave us those quotes. And I think, you know, they're you know, they're the ones that we have to focus on. And he talked about Joe mentioned uh and that Trump lived up to his promises and he cut regulations on corporations. But that means that uh, and I, you know, I think we can all have legitimate discussions about how much regulation we need. Those are important things to talk about. But when we don't have clean air and when we don't have clean water, and when one of the things that we're supposed to do is take care of this planet, that we're supposed to make sure that the people in Flint, Michigan, have clean water to drink and that we all have clean air, those are the kinds of things that trouble me. Um, there. There are many references in the Bible. Colossians talks a lot about compassion and how we're supposed to feel compassionate and kind and be humble and meek and patient. And that's a, a quote from Colossians, and I don't think our president does that. And, you know, it says in, in John that we're to not create fear, that we're to love, not make people fearful. And I think what our president tries to do is spread fear and anger 
And so that seems antithetical to Christian beliefs. And uh, he, there, there are just so many instances in Matthew and Luke where he talks about loving your neighbor as yourself, and that it's, it's, we have to uh, love our enemies. And, and that, that, for me, is one of the hardest. I think about how do I love my enemies? That's what the Bible asks us to do. And the Bible says that we, it says a lying mouth destroys the soul. And we know, we all know, whether our, whatever our background is, we know he lies. It's been documented, I don't know, 20,000 times. You know, he, he started with the birtherism, where our President Obama was not born in the United States. And of course he was. Uh, he even alluded to the fact that maybe Kamala Harris wasn't born in the United States. Of course she was. It's just, we don't, if we have legitimate political stands, we don't need to lie about them. You know, just put them out there. Let the people make judgments. Uh, that just, it, it doesn't, um, it doesn't make sense to me to have to lie to, to make your political points. Um, Jesus was probably, you know, a person of much darker skin than, than I have. You know, I've I've got freckles all over, but I, I certainly am a white-skinned person, and I'm sure Jesus had a much darker complexion than I. And I, you know, God talks about loving all of God's children, all of God's children equally. It doesn't matter what color skin one has. Uh, so, you know, those are basic biblical tenets that matter to me, and and I think they matter to many Republicans as well. I think I don't think these values are are political. I think they're moral values. And I, you know, I'm a Christian, so they're my Christian values, but I think people of other faiths and people who are just good human beings share those values. And we don't see our president modeling those for us. And that, so I, you know, saying that he represents Christian values just struck me as, oh, no, no, no. And you can have many Many uh, political beliefs that differ from mine, but to use the current president as an example of Christian values just um, just did not did not sit well with me, and I I had to respond to that. Well, Christian, this is uh, Raven. This is Ben Reichley. Uh Christian values, would you say, can be defined by the Christian themselves? Do I think Christian values can be defined by Christians themselves? Yeah, the, the person yeah. themselves, and aren't, aren't Christian values probably a, a personal, part personal, and part how the person acts? Well, I think what I try to do, and I, I think it's, uh, and I and our family belong to St. Paul's United Church of Christ uh, here in Zealand's Grove, that's an open and affirming congregation that believes very strongly that God loves all of God's people, regardless of our our ethnicity, our race, our sexual orientation. That it doesn't matter, and I I I have to belong to a church like that because that's what Jesus' message was for me when I 
read the gospel well, let's I, and raven i certainly understand that but christian values seem to be each person's values they join a church people have similar values and so hopefully society is better for that uh, and of course matthew 22 21 jesus said render to caesar the things that are caesar's and to god the things that are god so when you talk about tax cuts and you talk about them being unchristian i'm looking at double digit Drops for people making fifteen to twenty thousand a year, for twenty-five to thirty a year, hundred thousand to two hundred thousand people were paying less than they were before by ten percent. So when a government lowers the burden of taxes on people at all levels, not fifty-two percent of that, but people who pay more taxes get a higher percentage back. That's just mathematics. So when the administration lowers the tax burden on all people, that's a fairly positive step to allow people then to have disposable income for their families. So when you look at, I I believe your letter talked about that not being a Christian value. Um, I, I would say that's very Christian in giving back to people what they have earned. But as Jesus said, render to Caesar what are Caesar's. So there were taxes paid. It's just that this tax cut created jobs, created in a corporate atmosphere, created a equitable playing field to lower the taxes from somewhere in the 30s for corporations down into the 20s to compete globally. That allowed companies to a, hire more people, reinvest in their company. Yes, there was portions of loopholes they could buy stock back, but that seemed to be a pretty positive step in uh, what the Trump administration did to start with. Well, you know, it's pennies to dollars. The wealthiest people in our country got huge benefits. Uh, Everybody got benefits. people in our country are still the least wealthy people uh, to, to not want to raise the minimum wage. I mean, this is tax cuts. This is a minimum wage. People are working free. Yeah, we. And this is one of the things. Again, we could uh, we could argue about this for a long time. We don't need to argue. We can have a discussion about this. I'm sorry? We can have a discussion about this. No need to argue. We can have a discussion about this. Taxes were reduced at all levels. Now, the, the local tax, state and local taxes, the salt part of this, what people talk about salt, where certain states who are not run very efficiently and those tax write-offs to the federal government were, were reduced and capped. But overall, when, when you make a statement that says this was just for the uber-wealthy, that, that's not quite factual. It's not entirely wrong, but the tax cuts helped everybody, and it created somewhat more of an equitable corporate rate so the United States corporations could come back to America there was incentives there, and also hire more people. Yes, there was some stock buybacks. People could say that was a loophole that should have been closed up. But it allowed businesses to hire. When they hire more people, that's a positive thing for communities, isn't it? Again, I'm, I'm not a numbers person. I look at the big picture, and I realize that the wealthy people are much better off than 
uh, under this administration than the poor people are. I think about what this has meant economically. Let's just think about, we're talking economics and finances. The, the big lie, the thing that I think all of us are stunned by in Bob Woodward's reporting, where we actually hear the president's voice say that he knew about this pandemic in February. He knew how dangerous it was. He knew that it was deadly. He knew it was worse than the flu, much worse than the flu, and that people were going to die, and not just old people, young people were going to die. And he knew that, and he downplayed it. He said, I'm downplaying it. And of course, he said, I'm downplaying it uh, because I don't want people to panic. And we know that that's nonsense because we don't panic with knowledge. We get things done with knowledge. We motivate with knowledge. And the people, and disproportionately, the poor people, the people of color, they were deeply affected by this. More of them died. More of the poor people, more of the people of color died because of this. And the frontline workers, the essential workers, these people are disproportionately poor people and black people. And they suffered and died because he lied to us. And, it, and these are the people about whom Jesus cared most. So we can talk about we have to stop you there. Uh, uh, Raven, any, a, a real quick additional comment of any kind, if you'd like to add on, please, briefly here. Well, just, I, I think we have a big, big picture, and that covers the stock market. All right. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. Thank Raven, you so much for your for call. Your we do have some emails, so feel free to uh, listen, and we'll read those on the radio. Feel free to respond via email or call back in, uh, but we're going to have to take a break here. But thank you so much, Raven. Very much appreciated. Thanks for your remarks. We appreciate your opinions. And we have uh, widely divergent views on this uh, show uh, in recent weeks, and so we, we thank you so much for contributing to that. Thank you, Raven. Thanks for your time. You're so welcome. Thank you. Appreciate that, Raven Renitsky on the line, Sealance Grove uh, therapist, educator, and uh, talking about uh, her support for Joe Biden. So we appreciate that. We got, we've already had some guests related to this, and we'll have more coming up. We'll do that oh, recap good. coming up uh, shortly here on WDK. Okay. When other dealers can't get what you want, Sunbury Motors Hyundai is going strong. While others are leaving you in the cold, the deals at Sunbury Motors Hyundai are heating up with the sizzling start to September. Sunbury Motors Hyundai is committed to selling 20 new Hyundais by September 14th. Just listen to these deals. 2020 Hyundai Elantras starting at only $17,500. 2020 Konas as low as $21,642. 2020 Tucson's from just $22,500. The deals are hotter than the inside of your mask. And SMC has the vehicles you want in stock now. Remember, all new Hyundais come with America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 mile powertrain and 5 years, 60,000 mile base warranty. See why we say, if you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai. They're doing whatever it takes to sell 20 new Hyundais by the 14th during the sizzling start to September. Sunbury Motors Hyundai in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Sunbury
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Yeah, we had sort of a bad connection. I felt bad we could not, you know, have a discussion. I know people who want to have arguments mm-hmm. beware, but, you know, you couldn't have a discussion. But uh, in the uh, letter to the editor, many points were made that, you know, alternate you don't information. Agree well, they're, they're, not all, they're not unfactual, but they're not factual in a lot of ways, and, and opinions to, to one degree. But uh, I, I would say this to folks on all sides. Uh, beware of what your Christian values are to yourself compared to what they might be to other people, and that's on the right, the left, the middle. So I always found it interesting growing up as a young person, uh, particularly in Kansas, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, and coming back in the summers to Pennsylvania. Were you an army brat or something? No, no, mobile home brat. Okay. Uh, But uh, mobile home manufacturing, how's the the country? But looking at, you know, people defining their Christian values, and, you know, the Ten Commandments are a nice format to go by. So are the Ten Commandments the guard? rail of Christian values, and, and they seem to be. And then when you put politics and Christian values together, beware. And that's on the right and on the left. Uh, the left has seems to be diluted somewhat in Christian values to you a mean degree. dilute, D-L-U-T-E. I mean, it's diluted. They're, yeah, they're a little. And the right seems to be hyped up at times. Uh, Not but, delusional. But, but, but I, yeah, I, I, I look at this way. The Christian values are, are, are personal. And uh, hopefully... The Ten Commandments. If ever, if people have Christian values, they have a large percentage of each of those commandments to themselves. Some might have more, some might have less. And remember, the ultimate statement: you know, uh, hate the sin, love the sinner type of deal, or, or uh, at least understand. Well, she may love President Trump. She's just talking about who she's going to vote for. I doubt. I and and again, you have to look at on both sides, on the right and on the left. Look at Christian. Uh, hypocrisy. A lot of haters. Because uh, there's a lot of people who use Christianity as a leverage. And, uh, you know, have a discussion. But I feel Christian values are, are, are internal, quite internal at times. All right. We've got some response to Raven Wernitsky's remarks. Uh, we'll read those on the radio. We'll let Ben continue to talk about his uh, strongly held opinions and his support of our president coming up. And uh, we would love to hear from you during the 9 a.m. hour on, on the mark. This is WDK, okay, Sunbury. Sit still. Put the football down. You're not throwing the football through the glass. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Ben Reichley. Red, 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 red 39, red 39. Check, check, check. Omaha, Omaha. Omaha's way out. Oh, good Stop catch there. Stop throwing that football in here. you got to yeah. break something. Didn't your mother ever tell you don't throw a football in the house? Uh, what, somebody's eyes could get poked? Well, I guess uh, that can happen, good, too. Good. All right. Hey, on the mark, Sunbury Motor Company, let's go. <laughs> we did ben all we have more to do. Ex- ben is so wound up. Uh, You're doing a Comcast game tonight? Mm. Cable Sports Productions up north, we got Jersey Shore against the Shemokin Indians. Oh. They're still the Indians, right? Yeah, Jersey okay. Shore is pretty tough, so we'll see. It'll be tough, we'll be see, but... Uh, My uh, money's on Northumberland County. 
I would say, oh boy, I tell you what, it's even. Uh, I looked at the odds in Vegas, and they have that as a pick-up. <laughs> well, the Shemokka and Jersey Shark. <laughs> no, uh, but uh, if you want your sports, high school sports, Sunbury Broadcasting, well, you got the Seals on uh, 107.3. you got the Valley with, what, the Lewisburg Green Dragons yep. playing at Harold Bullock Field. Harold Bullock Field, okay. Yeah, down in Seals Grove. And then uh, you got, uh, of course, uh, the chief, the chief is going to have to sit with the suit and try to help him through the game. We got the Shiklamy Braves, <laughs> the chief, the coach. We got the captain. We, we know he the comes br- back. Uh, Shik is against um, Central Mountain. Oh, Central, Ma- Central okay. Mountain. Yeah, the old Lock Haven. Uh, good. Hey, let's okay. get back and get some people in the stands. And if there's 500 or 501 people, good luck. <laughs> All right. On the mark sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. Please do check them out at sunburymotors.com. I don't really need to do this, but I will anyway. Uh, we have a telephone number. It's Lots of people are using it right now. 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com, as a couple of folks have done. And you can text us at 70236. Some very brief news headlines here today. Today's the anniversary of 9-11 terror attacks in 2001, and the governor of Pennsylvania has ordered flags at half-staff. Governor Tom Wolf says U.S. and Pennsylvania flags at Commonwealth facilities uh, were lowered as of sunrise this morning. Pennsylvania's flag is already lowered to honor the memories of pandemic victims and to salute uh, first responders, and the U.S. flag will spend the day at half-staff today as well. You're Chicago, in the midst of it right now. Right, as now it's yeah, happening. We're, we're 19 years ago, you were... At home, getting ready to go to vacation to Ithaca, New York, right. and all heck broke loose. I was walking into a meeting and uh, had an engineer walk in and asked one person, "Did you see what's going on?" And next thing we know, next thing I think we you know, said all heck broke loose. Shikalami School Board on its way to allowing more fans at football games than recommended by the Wolf Administration. Superintendent Dr. Jason Bendel said school board last night voted to allow 500 fans at football games. They need the endorsement of Sunbury City Council coming up on Monday. Bring tea bags. Bring tea bags to protest against the king. Oh, like a tea party thing? No, no. We're back against to the, the king. Uh, we got King Wolf. King Wolf. Okay. And uh, bring the tea bags to protest. But uh, right. no, get uh, get as many fans out there as you feel safe and then everybody afterwards can go to Wise's or Walmart or Lowe's and shop. King Wolf says that restaurants have to stay at least 50% capacity if they're fully in compliance, but they have to close at 10 p.m. for booze sales. Braden Klinger of the <laughs> Bull Run, as you can imagine, in Lewisburg says that is far from ideal. The heading you know, makes you believe that things are moving in the right direction, and then the, you read the last sentence, and it is all alcohol sales must cease and desist at 10 o'clock, where we don't even close the full restaurant until 11 o'clock on Fridays and Saturdays. A nearby Penn's Tavern restaurant is where Tom Mertz says he certainly appreciates the frustration. It just seems as though there's got to be one thing that he has to put in there to make it miserable for the restaurants and taverns. It's like anything else. You're controlled by the Liquor Control Board, and it, it is frustrating that they're controlling how you do business and they seem like they like to have their say in everything that comes down the pipe. In other news, 41st COVID-19 death confirmed in Northumberland County. Northumberland County is up to 777 positive tests since the pandemic began. Susquehanna University says it was a false positive. Every so often you want a false positive test, and this was one when they were testing wastewater. They found a COVID-19 positive sample. Uh, Further, more definitive testing shows it's negative, and the quarantine continues, and the test results are still pending there. Joe 
Biden will be back in Pennsylvania next week. He'll host a town hall meeting with Anderson Cooper 8 p.m. next Thursday. Venue mm, and seating arrangements not yet disclosed. Questions right. maybe by Anderson Cooper? I would think so. Hey, they'll uh, they'll uh, be real barn burners. Yeah, excellent so points by the two business owners, uh, the Tap House in uh, Lewisburg and, of course, Penn's Tavern. And that is the frustration. But I think Tom Mertz hit it hit the nail with the hammer square. He was on the mark on. when he said the frustration, the frustration of businesses. And again, we see the Governor Wolf, King Wolf, giving himself 90 more days of the Emergency Act, frustrating bipartisan senators and other legislators in Harrisburg, but also impeding on the economics of these businesses and discriminating against people under the age of 23, I guess, when they were talking about college, discriminating against what you call a dive bar, and and the frustration now of the business owners and the and the patrons is is, is coming out. So a, a very uh, not idea. Okay, uh, as, as people as you protest, you guys protest governor or the government overreach, this is the ultimate. Hill, let's see, one of our listeners sends us an out, a note the jo- on the topic of the pandemic. The job of a leader is to handle a crisis and not panic the populace. Even with that People panic. Just think if he had walked to the podium and said, my fellow citizens, today we've discovered a bioweapon unleashed upon this country by communist China, and there will be 5% of the population dead by the end of the year uh, because of China. The mainstream media would have accused Trump of inciting fear and panic amongst the populace. You see, it doesn't matter what Trump does or doesn't do. The mainstream media will lie and twist what he says and does into a negative image. Same listener says, wow, starting the morning with a Trump hater spreading the same old lie about Trump. The birther thing about Obama was started by a fine Democrat named Hillary Clinton. Let's talk about the unchristian values of abortion that the Democrats push and that Trump has been fighting since day one. I'm all for hearing a severe case of TDS, but it's a shame, really, that this fine lady would turn off the mainstream media. If she would turn off the mainstream media, she could uh, revisit uh, perhaps liking President Trump. I think in the letter to the editor, she's an NPR fan listening to NBR that's fair and balanced. That's Mark. I think you're an NPR person, right? Uh, No, I work at WKOK. Mike, you're... But but listening. Once in a while. Mike, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, man. Uh, I can't get my information from my local diner anymore because I'm afraid to get the virus. So I'm riding around on my bikes and I'm, I'm, I'm looking for Biden and Trump yard signs. And in my neighborhood, the only Biden signs I can find are in the front yard of a university... Uh, professor, okay, but I've, I'm noticing that you know they say there's no voter fraud. I'm wondering why am I seeing Biden signs in graveyards? Then I don't know. I maybe don't know. kids take them and put them there. But dump, Biden dump, signs are getting <laughs> stolen more you're here frequently. Till, you're here till Thursday. Tip your waiters and waitresses. <laughs> I think they're I think they're advertising for the. Uh, the, the dead vote there, okay? That was a little attempt at humor that obviously yeah, failed. Yeah, try <laughs> the roast beef and you're here till Thursday, right? <laughs> hey, now, they, uh, but on a serious note, and, I, and I'm and i dead serious about this, okay? Obviously, you're driving around graveyards. <laughs> I'm dead serious. And, 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 and it's not comical, but you have to laugh, in a way, to, to try to stay sane these days, okay? I mean, it wasn't that long ago when the Democrats used to mock and ridicule Christians for their belief, 
okay, their beliefs. But now they're more than happy to march any Christian they have out there to try to shame potential Trump voters, okay? And what do I mean by shame? In other words, be afraid to admit that you're going to vote for Donald Trump. And it's not just uh, that. I mean, so many things, if you speak out uh, in any way, shape, or form against what's going on with Black Lives Matter, or if you say anything about Antifa, or if you say anything about radical Islam, in a way to support Donald Trump, you're accused of hate speech. And I just want to say, I believe that the, the victims the most, the people that are victimized the most by this behavior of trying to shame are the elderly people. If you're elderly, do not let the Democrat left shame you in thinking that Donald Trump is the correct choice. Because it's all an attack, and I, and I just have to say, I'm not falling for it. Yeah, I have my beliefs, I have my reasons to vote for Donald Trump. And I'm not going to listen to people try to shame me and say I'm not a Christian or I'm not uh, or I'm a racist because I support Donald Trump. That's the big thing. So that's what I wanted to get off my chest after I failed at my miserable attempt at the joke. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. Now, the yeah. more I think about it, yeah, it just it's a time joke. just wasn't very good, but it wasn't <laughs> oh, that come bad. Come on. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Thanks for checking in. Very much appreciated. No, You're welcome. Take care, guys. Yep. Bye. Uh, Eric, thanks for calling in. Your next call. Oh, I'm sorry. Alice is next. Alice, please go right ahead. Thank you for calling in today. Hi, Ben. <laughs> Hi. So I am friends with both Ben and Raven, and uh, one of the things that I want to say is, at least early on in this exchange, I was pleased because I felt they were responding without name-calling or judging one party versus the other. They were really just discussing the issues, and I think that's really one of the things that... uh, has really impacted all folks is the degree to which we sometimes uh, fall to the level of calling presidents crazy or governors kings. And I think that that is something that I just want to respond to. I think it's just really important that uh, we we go back to a more respectful exchange. What I want to talk to about, uh, respond to today is Ben was talking about the tax cuts and how they benefited everyone, and that is accurate information. Uh, but I think those of us that question those tax breaks are concerned by the fact that 20% of the families in the U.S. saw their post-tax income increase by 2.9% on average, while middle-class earners saw just a 1.6 increase. If you turn that into money, that means uh, somebody in the at the bottom of the middle class got about sixteen hundred extra dollars a year in order to do something with. While that translates to almost four times that per month for wealthy folks, and as a result, yes, everybody benefited. But what can you do with sixteen hundred dollars if you are making? Twenty dollars an hour, and you have four kids. That really isn't something that's going to benefit you that much. But but you got to look at the child tax credit that was increased uh, for families of of four 
two to four, and you look at the other parts of it, and uh, you see the differences with the child tax increases. With the you you get a a better scenario of the overall relief of the tax burden. So so that still so what that re- what that results in is maybe. Uh, now I have five thousand dollars a year versus four or five times that per month in the wealthiest. But the, so the, a tax a tax break is great, but it, at the very least it should be equitable based on what that amount is that you make. It's a ve- and, and that isn't even what happens here, Ben. All right, thank you so much, Alice. Really appreciate the call. Thanks for the clarification. That, that's all very telling. I could make good use of sixteen hundred bucks, but. I understand what you're saying is when it's spread across a family, it has to has to go a lot farther. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, since we are backed up with calls, we're sticking with the three-minute limit on callers. i got to take a quickie break, and then we got Eric standing by. Raven has called back, and uh, we got Bobby D. on the line. That leaves one open line, 1-800-795-9565. We invite you to do as I have done. Ben has done it multiple times, especially lately. Go to sunburymotors.com. Uh, see the entire Ford. Well, he's a Ford guy probably didn't look at the Lincoln, even though you got MKZ written all over you, mm. especially with all that road tripping Too you're doing. Too many letters. Ah, I got you. <laughs> the Kia dealership, Hyundai, also pre-owned inventory. I found uh, my perfect F-150 was already on the lot, so I might have to go look at that. But the, you can select the perfect vehicle, just as I've done multiple times over. Purchase it online, right from your home, and they'll deliver it to your house. You don't even have to go down there in person. They'll make sure that they are taking good care of you uh, remotely. The Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street, Sunbury, routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. Find out lots more about them at sunburymotors.com. Duos I've done. Go to the quick lane, get pumped up with nitrogen, get your alignment, get your body work done, get your parts, and uh, get your parts replaced, and they just take fabulous care of you at the <laughs> Sunbury Motor Company. I have quite a few You're parts replaced. Like a knee, a hip, a uh, No, shoulder? no, no. Rotors and okay. uh, rotors in, in a pre-1990 vehicle. Okay. Replace the rotor. When other dealers can't get what you want, Sunbury Motors Hyundai is going strong. While others are leaving you in the cold, the deals at Sunbury Motors Hyundai are heating up with the sizzling start to September. Sunbury Motors Hyundai is committed to selling 20 new Hyundais by September 14th. Just listen to these deals. 2020 Hyundai Elantras starting at only $17,500. 2020 Konas as low as $21,642. 2020 Tucson's from just $22,500. The deals are hotter than the inside of your mask. And SMC has the vehicles you want in stock now. Remember, all new Hyundais come with America's best warranty. 10 years, 100,000 mile powertrain, and 5 years, 60,000 mile base warranty. See why we say, if you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai. They're doing whatever it takes to sell 20 new Hyundais by the 14th during the sizzling start to September. Sunbury Motors Hyundai in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Sunbury Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. One of our good listeners, uh, let's see, we have to do these. In response to the woman on your show in the first half hour, spare us from the preaching of another bleeding heart liberal who goes on and on about loving each other and being compassionate while supporting a party and candidate who encourages rioting in the streets and killing of thousands of innocent babies every day. When you support abortion, 
please don't tell me how Jesus would support the left's agenda because you've already lost that argument, says Doug. Appreciate that. Eric, you're next up on On the Mark. Go right ahead. Morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. First, a kudos to Raven for the courage it took to come on the uh, radio this morning against, uh, as your listeners are responding already, uh, a pretty much anti-group. Uh, uh, to uh, use my time to maybe highlight some of Raven's points. Uh, uh, her, her backing is for a president candidate, who has, president candidate who has shared moral values, one uh, who does not have a lack of empathy, which our president does, one who is uh, for truth, not for spreading fear, anger, uh, and uh, lies. Uh, ben, you ten took all those arguments, pulled out two... Um, uh, quotes from the Bible and made it all about money. Then this election is not all about money. But if you want to make it about money, let's talk about the candidate who's concerned about the deficit. That would which be candidate easy. has been? Which candidate has come out and said, "Hey, we're going to need to address this deficit," and has a tax plan to address that? Who has been forthright about candidate, that? Candidate Trump came out early on, and uh, if you want to look at the deficit, look at it under Biden and some with the uh, Obama administration. No, no, then let's look at under, under President well, no, Trump. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> let's look under the <laughs> Obama-Biden administration first, and then you can address Trump. And part of addressing well, I, I the deficit... Well, I saw Mr. Obama is not up for election. This okay, is Mr. well, that's Biden. fine, He's but let, let, let's look at it if he wants to. Biden was part of that administration. If you've got to take credit for the good things under the administration he's trying to find, which is hard, you got to look at the other parts, too. And the other scenario you got to put in the equation is Congress. And the frustration... What the Trump administration has is Congress doesn't have the stones, the onions, the slash, whatever you want to call it, the spine to look at spending. And that's on the Republican and Democratic side. Uh, my last point, I know I'm running out of time, is, is Ben, you said that Christian values are personal. But we all, as Christians, have to have a shared belief in Jesus Christ. You also talked about the Ten Commandments. Christ gave us the Eleventh Commandment. Do you know what that one is? No, but you'll tell us then. Oh, uh, well, no, I, I think you should know it. Uh, it's the golden rule. I'll, I'll, what's the golden rule? Yeah, we, we understand, Eric. Okay. The go- I'll, let me say it, then, since you refuse to. The golden rule is Christ actually said another commandment I give to you, love one another as yourself. Wh- now, which, which of is our fine, presidential Eric. candidates, as a Christian, which of our presidential candidates has shown love to others, and which presidential candidate has shown more than enough love for himself? <laughs> He's got you on that one. Thank you, gentlemen. No, I, I appreciate so. the time this morning. Uh, I know you have other callers yeah, waiting. Boy, thank, thank you, goodness. Uh, let's see. Bobby D., you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Uh, yes, um, you know, good morning, everyone. You know, when it comes to what candidates... Uh, you know, stand and, and their values, of course, it's not just the president, you know, it's judges, you know, it's, it's, it's local uh, candidates and all that. I mean, everybody, you know, seems to be concerned about the president, but the thing is, we here in the Susquehanna Valley have representatives that care for our valley, and, uh, you know, okay, I'm going to say when you're voting, and that take all of that into consideration, this isn't just a presidential race. All right, yeah, good point. Yeah. Everybody's got opposition but this time in, around. In fairness, well, I don't care what politician is, a large percentage of a politician's, let's say, shelf life is being able yes. to get reelected. So one thing candidates look at is what they need to do to get reelected in a positive way, and some of them maybe not as positive as it should be. 
All right. Thank you so much, Bobby. Appreciate the call. Yeah, good good point. You got this. It's more than just the president. One of our good listeners says, "Wow, Raven said we shouldn't be divided. Us conservatives would have to agree with that to a certain extent. But what about abortion? On that, I will never agree." Did I miss her position on abortion? On the way to running our country, we will never agree. That would be socialism. We will never agree. Constitutional justices will never agree. Green New Deal uh, and our sexual preference. Read the Bible. It's clear. There was and still is only one Adam and Eve. Today, man and woman, you can't have your opinion when the Bible is crystal clear. We are divided. That's the way it will be until Christ comes back. But here's a simple test to see if you're Republican or Democrat. Look at yourself. Do you fall on the side of liberal or on the side conservative? Vote as such, but don't call yourself a Republican. Then vote for liberal ideas because the liberal and conservative values will never agree. Well, Raven, you've heard the reaction. (laughs) You Trump hater, you. Thank you for calling in again back. Uh, you're limited to a minute, but go right ahead. You have the floor. Well, I, I, I'm so sorry the connection was so bad. I think the bottom line is each of us is going to go into that voting booth in November, and we have to examine our, our human values, and we have to look at character, and we have to ask ourselves, is the person for whom I'm voting someone whom I respect, someone I'd like my children and my grandchildren to emulate, someone who calls the people in the military suckers and stupid, who refers to Gold Star families in a negative way. Who, uh, we, this, is who are, this is what Mr. Trump has said and done. We know that he does not empathize with the children in the cages at the border. We know that he does not spread love. And so just go into the booth, examine your personal human values, and ask yourself, who's the best leader from this country? You know, someone who embraces Putin and Kim Jong-un and Erdogan, or someone who embraces our Constitution. Raven, Raven, this is right out of MSNBC, CNN. The (laughs) the cages of children was under the Obama administration. The part you just talked about, suckers and losers, that has not been... That is true. That is very true. Please, please go back and read the facts on that. I cannot let you say that. That is not true. The pictures that we all saw during this administration and when the first lady goes down wearing a coat that says, I don't really care. Do you? That's painful, Ben, because I do care. I care deeply about the immigrants. I care deeply about the children. And again, you don't have to be a Republican or a Democrat to care deeply. So please, please don't distort things. We know. I would ask you the same. Ask you very much uh, the same. I, Don't distort please, things. Let's, okay, let's. For let's goodness just, sakes, Raven. If did you he call Christian, all the people suckers? Did he talk he about them not. being stupid? That has been did not he choose Putin over oh, our own on. intelligence agencies? Did he say, you know, I, I had a, a South Korean child sitting in my kitchen during the Charlottesville uh, riots. She was a Rotary Exchange student. She was from South Korea. While we were sitting in my kitchen, because I'm the Rotary counselor, she got a call from her father in South Korea. He was watching the riots 
on television, and he was scared to death for his child. He said, Americans hate people with brown skin. This president hates people with brown skin. And that's what I have to deal with, Ben, uh, as a counselor, as a therapist. I talk to people who are victims of this hatred and this... Uh, Raven, let me stop you there, and we'll let Ben respond yeah, yeah, briefly right, here right, while you're know. on the line. Liberalism is a hatred towards people of color, if you look at the policies. And in your letter to the editor, your information is not correct. Your information is distorted. So when you say stop spreading misinformation, I would ask you more of the same. So when you look at the information that you're talking about, when you look at Charlottesville, there's more to that story. I would say look at the liberalism and the policies of liberals, particularly in these cities, and look at the riots. And I would say the person from South Korea should say, yes, this isn't right. This isn't right. So the policies that have been implemented in these cities have created the riots. But again, I look at people who want to be Christian on both sides, the right and the left, and say, hold it. Isn't there some hypocrisy mixed in here at times? All right. And, Raven, a real quick response, and then we got to go. Go ahead. If I, you wish to. I, I well, I don't agree with the factual distortions, but I think, again, if we just look at the big picture from climate change to Paris Peace Accords and to the president letting uh, pepper spray uh, spray innocent protesters who were being absolutely silent standing there so he could walk across the street and hold a bible that he is with which he is not familiar and that's his prerogative but it's the hypocrisy as ben said look at the hypocrisy and right. let's yes. go into our hearts uh, uh, and think sides. about yeah. the hypocrisy and, and think thank about you so much tolerant. for letting me be a part of this i'm i'm so sorry about the disconnect at the beginning but yeah. thank you so yeah. much no, gotcha. i appreciate thank you all so the much. comments and yeah, the tolerance really that, thank tolerance you. that creates so much intolerance. We're, well, we're all we're all yeah. in the listening mood here, mm-hmm. even you. Discussions. So, as a yeah, proud, yeah, one of yeah, our yeah, listeners yeah, says, yeah. as a proud granddaughter of a New York City police detective and a citizen uh, who is working to understand how to support communities of color, I believe that supporting Black Lives Matter and respecting and appreciating law enforcement are not mutually exclusive. I wonder if your guests could share their thoughts on that. Thank you, says uh, Mary. We appreciate well, that. You would hope you would hope they could be. Uh, all rowing one boat forward. <laughs> all right. Another listener says, if President Trump were president when 9-11 happened, he would have said a small plane missed the runway. Good morning. King Governor Wolf is telling the truth and saving lives. Trump lies and kills Americans by not telling the truth, I would, uh, says we, one of our would, listeners. I would strongly disagree with the texter and uh, also... You don't think is, President but at least, but at least governor wants to save lives? I believe the president and governor are trying to save lives. How they go about it has been a little <laughs> bit different. different. And the numbers that you guys want to talk about, okay, so let's say this. There's 190,000. Well, hold that thought. No, stop at 190,000. We'll be right back. we got callers standing by. We'll take more comers. 1-800- 795-9565. You can email us at 
on the market with the KOK.com. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. Yeah. Ben is just playing with that football. You uh, That's great. It feels good in the hand. Does it? Okay. Hey, quick question. Tax cuts. How'd you do? You more right? money. More money. More, more money. More take home. More yeah. dinero. More deficit. More money. So more, I guess more we're dinero so for good. You. Good. Good. Yeah. Tax taxes went down about a thousand bucks. Now remember, this is federal taxes. And I'm working this class dog level. I'm cut. not in the upper it tax did bracket cap like your you. State deductions, but it's. Federal taxes. Federal, okay. One of our listeners says, Mark, 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 I am so, so, so very disappointed in your show. You don't have fact checkers. It's mm. hard to confirm, or I'm sorry, it's hard to condemn Biden on his lies and tall tales. It looks like dementia, says Mike. Well, so thank I you for that. Did look at uh, Snopes this morning, and you know, people were talking <laughs> you, about President you, you Trump. Pre-checked all our facts. Yeah, President, today. President Trump saying that uh, pandemic was a host was a hoax. Here's the you know, it's a false narrative, despite creating some confusion. Who said the president said it's a hoax? Well, it, we want to talk about uh, Senator Harris. Oh, nobody on this Biden. show. Okay, no, no, so no, just no but just general. overall. But right. yeah, uh, I don't remember him saying despite that. Some confusion on his remarks, which sometimes you have to uh, get through the weeds with the president. Trump did not call the <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> itself a hoax. What he oh, yeah. called was the Family. Democrats' narrative on the pandemic, and this was going to be another oh, hoax, gotcha. which, as we're seeing, the Russian hoax is falling around. We had uh, one of the callers, uh, maybe uh, it was our, our guest this morning, talking about Putin and, and, and communists. And, and, and believe me, that was a narrative off of MSNBC, CNN, the Democratic talking points, and then in the letter... To you the don't editor, agree with those, Somebody right? talked about okay. listening to NPR as a fair and balanced non- commentary on a personal that? opinion in the uh, letter to the editor oh. uh, by uh, Raven. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, again, interesting. Interesting. Uh, people are going to take their information and uh, adjust it, I guess, to uh, some values. All right. We've got a caller standing by. Pat, you're on the mark. We're doing three minutes apiece. Go right ahead. You got the floor. Okay. The first thing I want to say is that um, we want to remember 9-11 and what happened and all the people that had passed away and also the people that the the survivors who have helped you know find other people and the our police and everything um and our fire companies the second thing i want to say is do these people live under a rock and only watch like mainstream media they don't they don't actually sit down and listen to what the president says when he's on our television every stinking day you're talking about republicans or democrats no she's talking about I'm liberals talking about the people that have like this like, like, think that President Trump is is racist and 
and like like the Trump supporters are rioters when it it seems like it's the other way around. Yeah, I would say uh, you know uh, if you're going getting your information, if you think N. PR is fair and balanced, and you're only getting your information from certain sources. You know, look at the New York Times, look at the Wall Street Journal, look at the Washington Post, look at the Washington Times. Uh, you know, get get you know, see some other item. things. Well, the Daily Item is an AP uh, re- reprint of AP. I mean, I, I you know, except yeah. for the sports sections, what Todd Hummel and his group does with the sports sections. The other a- the other, the newspaper locally here is pretty much uh, just an AP uh, uh, snip. You know, your snip and print. It's it's cut it's and vi- paste. yeah, cut and paste. I mean, it's just uh, you know, average at best. And the editorial page, I yeah I, I I got people who have birds, and the birds don't want that page. That, the editorial <laughs> page in their uh, <laughs> they won't pages. use it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's well, a, I think that's it's Raven funny. that called in and said about um, about Trump being like doesn't like brown people and about the cages. Well, that was during Obama's time. It very much and was. And I said if anybody is supporting people of color, it would be Trump because he has, you know, gotten jobs for people. And now Biden is riding on everything Trump says. Biden's out there trying to say that he's the one who's saying it. Yeah, well, Biden, and Biden wants... likes to touch little girls, so I am just like Oof. so fed up with this stuff that it's just kind of speak up a little bit. We're we're losing yeah, you near the end of your sentences. Yeah, I would, I would, yeah, the little girl thing's a little too Biden, much, but Biden is on TV and he is at you know always fondling small children and kissing uh, people's hair. And no. people don't he doesn't think fondle anything he's... wrong with that. Well, right. I, I, That's I, I would exactly say right. your point about Biden right, and thank taking you, credit Thanks and trying to do in. the yeah, Buy American and doing some things. That, and look at immigration. Why, you know, we have an immigration system very much broken, but you look at who supports illegal immigration over legal immigration, and you look at the hurdles, and we should have legal immigration, and that's what the president and the administration supports. But why create false hope to have people move thousands of miles, particularly in Central America, up through Mexico? And if you knew what that system was, you want to talk about Christian values? There's no Christian values in giving those people false hope to come up and deal with the coyotes and deal with what happens to little girls and to young girls and to women. Okay, Very Van. unchristian. Van, you're on the mark. Boy, now I'm starting to realize why I haven't listened to your show for so long. Yep, we are sharply just, divided. Oh, my, yes. And it's to me it's amazing how... And I'm, I'm going to say, just I'm going to call them so-called Christians, because people can say they're a Christian, and when you say you care about children, like that Raven did, and then she, she definitely stands for abortion, that is such hypocrisy. I, I can't see how people can't see that. Well, well hold, hold it, in fairness, in fairness, she did not come out and say that. She didn't address well, it. So we don't, we don't know just, that. I'm just assuming. Well, be so careful when you left. assume. You if, know what if, happens. If she's, not, if she's not, have her call back in and say she's not for abortion. She's out there. Give her another 30 seconds and have her tell you that she's not for abortion. Well, I'm telling you, this, this country is so divided right now. This election is about freedom. Joe Biden is a puppet. Joe Biden is a, is a shirt without a backbone. Joe Biden is going to be a tool that's going to be used to bring about a new world order. And if you guys, you know, people say they know the Bible, well, I'm, I've been studying the Bible for a long time, and God says there's going to come a time where there's going to be a peace treaty that comes to pass. And we're seeing it's going to be signed on the 15th of this month, 
between the UAE and Israel. And many other countries are ready to come in and join that. Yeah, that, that's a bigger deal than the press wants to. Remember, the major media markets do not want to allow the president to have victories. But this is huge. And the reason I'm going to say people I know in Europe and uh, Eastern Europe are saying, you know, what's going on in the Middle East, why, why your press doesn't cover it in a positive way, it is, it is a very big deal what could happen. Absolutely. And they came in, and it was, it was horrific horrendous what was going on in the Middle East when this administration took over. People don't yeah. realize that. But I would say this, man, remember, people interpret their Christian values. I think it's very personal. So one person's well, values it's, and, it's, and maybe your values might that, not match up. As a, as a Christian, there's, there's certain values that there's no compromise with. It's wrong to kill children. Sexual immorality is wrong for, from beginning of time to the end of time. Sexual immorality is wrong. And we're seeing a day, just like God said would happen, where they would call evil good and good evil. And we are, we are literally on the precipice of the rapture taking place. And I know people think, well, Jesus hasn't come back all these years. And that's the Bible predicted there would be scoffers and mockers that would say, well, you know, where's the sign of his coming? He hasn't come yet. Well, let me tell you, he is soon coming. We are seeing the church in America persecuted. John MacArthur's church now is told they can't meet inside. A church with 7,000 members, a 3,000-seat auditorium, where no one, zero members of that church have COVID-19. None. And this is not a pandemic. This is, this is a ridiculous thing. If people believe this is a pandemic, you are insane. Yeah, and, and, it's, and you're right. The states and how the states have interpreted their pandemic clauses that have excluded uh, religious gatherings has been uh, uh, very, very disappointing, and, and people should stand for that. The ACLU should be on that side. However, the ACLU, the Southern Poverty Law Center, all of them have become very, um, uh, let's say, very left, and I use that term, Mark, diluted in, in, well, we are, in their effectiveness. Then we are we are quickly seeing our rights as Americans being taken away from us. No oh, government overreach <laughs> times ten. That's right. There's there's no stopping it. If if we get someone like Biden in there, and again, Biden is not going to be the president. My goodness, that man he can barely string two sentences together. He can't think. There's no way he's going to debate President Trump. Trump will blow him out of the water. And people that call Trump a liar, the people that are the same people that call Trump a racist. And they are the liars. Trump is not racist. Well, if you look they, at the lies, though, man. About that one. Yeah, if you look at the lies, that knows if, if you if you if you want to say the. President Trump lies. Uh, thank you, he, Van. Thanks for calling in. Really he, appreciate it. You the have call. to look at uh, Vice President Biden and mark your favorite uh, TV commercial where he's telling people about how smart he is oh. and his IQ over yeah, somebody. And then, of all people, Sam Donaldson. Sam Donaldson calls him out. All right. Uh, Boy, I should take the break, but Carl's been waiting for 95 years to talk, so we're going to put him on the radio right now. 94 years, actually. 94, I'm sorry. I'm always exaggerating I, uh, in media. I, I, actually, I, I actually turned my truck on and uh, turned the station on like I do all, all the time, and I came in right in the middle of, I guess you called her Raven, and I thought I was listening to Rachel Maddow, or I thought I had MSNBC on my radio at first, but I checked it, and it was 1070. But the thing that stunned me, and the reason I'm calling in, is she said that she is a psychologist for the Rotary Exchange students. I am going to call every Rotarian I know today 
and I know quite a few, uh, to question their wisdom to have someone like this as the uh, psychologist for their Rotary Exchange student. This lady, all she was doing was spewing everything you hear out of Rachel Maddow on MSNBC. Well, she, she has, Carl, she Carl, 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 hold yeah, on a second. Go ahead, go ahead. She has closely held and informed and strong democratic beliefs in the way this country should be run. In what way would that harm a child? It's great that a child would grow up with a full spectrum of ideas, not just one side, your side, or, or the side that she talks about, Democratic. I mean, if oh, I, I, you know, I, I agree there's nothing totally wrong hard, with her as a person or as a the, parent or as a psychologist. You just don't agree with her is, democratic views. Yeah, but I agree. But I agree with what you said. But if she is the psychologist and she is uh, spouting these views to the young, impressionable children, do you think that that's really what happens? Do you really think that's what's happening? Well, yeah, because of the phone call. Okay. She admitted it. The phone call that she got from the dad, and they were there having a discussion about how horrible the United States is, uh, how horrible Trump is. So, obviously, she was, because she had that girl in her office at the time, or in her kitchen, wherever she was treating her. And the father called, and she admitted that she was talking about how horrible Trump was, how horrible America was, and that Trump didn't like black-skinned people or dark-skinned people. So, right there... Uh, she was admitting that that's what she's doing to these children right. that she's uh, supposedly treating. And that's, that's upsetting to me. If she wants to be a psychologist to help them with their whatever problems they're having, that's one thing. But to uh, be espousing the things that she was espousing when I turned the radio on to something else. Make those calls. I think you'll get an interesting reception at the other end. But anyway, go ahead. Oh, I'm, I'm sure I will. Thank you. Yep, we appreciate the call. All right, uh, we're going to take a quickie break. Uh, one of our listeners, uh, when she heard the sentence, what difference does $1,600 make? She says, holy smokes, uh, you could eat out two times a month. You could stock up on extra groceries, maybe even get some entertainment, a real nice vacation. Uh, start a college fund, start an emergency fund, a quarter of a beef. I've never had one, but that sounds about right. <laughs> Pay off some bills, maybe a new fridge or a stove, start a savings account, and give it to fire companies. I could give many ideas what to do with that $1,600 if you don't think it's uh, yeah, much it's to a, give. I, I it's me. I have many places the donations yeah, could when you, go. When you see tax breaks, when people are getting money back, then all of a sudden some people, maybe more liberal, say, well, it was only this. And right. the percentages. If you pay more in taxes and you get a 1% mark you make $10 i make 1 we get a 10% tax break <laughs> yeah. well you get a look, i get 10 cents and you get a dollar that's just because of your earning income and remember folks this is federal this is federal not state. All right. 1 800 795 Oh, scratch that. We're not going to have time. We've got a caller waiting. We've got tons of emails and texts. Well, we're done with calls for the week, but thank you, everybody. And stand by, Al. You are going to have the floor when we come back. When other dealers can't get what you want, Sunbury Motors Hyundai is going strong. While others are leaving you in the cold, the deals at Sunbury Motors Hyundai are heating up with, with a sizzling, sizzling start, start to September. September. Sunbury Motors Hyundai is committed to selling 20 new Hyundais by September 14th. Just listen to these deals. 2020 Hyundai Elantras starting at only 175. 2020 Konas as low as 21,642. 2020 Tucson's from just 225. The deals are hotter than the inside of your mask. And SMC has the vehicles you want in stock now. Remember, all new Hyundai's come with America's best warranty: 10 years, 100,000 mile powertrain, and five years, 60,000 mile base warranty. See why we say, if you want to have a fun day, you have to drive a Hyundai. They're doing whatever it takes to 
to sell 20 new Hyundais by the 14th during the sizzling start to September. Sunbury Motors Hyundai in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury. Sunbury Motors. <laughs> Please rephrase that Al. if you don't mind. Al, Al you're going to be the last yeah. caller of the day. Yeah, go two right minutes, ahead. Al. we got football to talk oh, about. Thank you. Thank you and good morning. Did either of you fellows ever see a president cry? Uh, there's no crying in baseball, but um, there probably is in the White President House. President cry? I would not say uh, I've Richard Nixon seen probably it. shed a tear. Well, one of them watching last night in Michigan, President Trump stepped step back and, and cried. Oh. And then he came up and he composed himself again. And then he continued on. Well, for a man with uh, no empathy, that's probably that's theatrics. Not true, right? Well, they thought they were hard. We love, we love you, Trump, or we love you, uh, and it, it got to him. And right before that, they were talking pro-life. That's why they really went into it. No good. And, uh, and he stepped back, and it, it's on the news today, but you probably won't see it very far. But that shows... <laughs> we can watch Fox. Well, uh, well, yes, there is, Al. There is crying. They're crying with the uh, Biden's handlers when they can't get the prompter to get up to snuff to answer his questions, so I'm sure some of those folks were, were, were shedding a tear, but... Uh, yeah, but he, I mean, it was it was touching, and it was about pro-life. They were really responding to that. And it wouldn't matter if you had 1,600 or 16,000, as long as it was a Trump tax cut, it's worthless. Again, the tax cut, there's more to the equation. There's the initial tax cuts, and look at the trial, child tax credits, look at what's been put in, look at what they've done uh, with the uh, health care to allow. I think you had a caller this week, Mark, talking about. Which, I'm being facetious. Yeah, what they, I mean, 1600 or 16000 yeah. I'm saying, is worthless. But they've low, low, lowered pharmaceuticals. They can do a lot with that kind of money. Yeah. So. Okay, Al, thanks. Have a good weekend. And I think I think everything starts with the smallest of us when we're in the womb. We change that, and all the rest of the things will follow. And you believe in uh, life, that would be just a wonderful thing. All right, okay. thank you Thanks. so much, Al. Appreciate the call. So we got one email there. What is it you're itching to say? Oh, oh you want to read that? <laughs> you want to read this? Of course you do. Uh, Okay. Todd Hummel, who is, a, what, a Daily Adam reporter? Reporter. Excellent sports uh, Sports reporter. guy. Okay. Excellent. Says, Todd Hummel should get a job with the Snyder County Times. He could promote Seelands Grove sports exclusively and not be hindered by the need to cover other schools. I am sure the paper would provide cleaner fill for bird cages. The mm. Seals will breeze to an undefeated season without breaking a sweat. Only prayers will help the Braves after that disastrous uh, scrimmage. Boys, I oh, think all on. teams are going to break a sweat. Get out. Remember, there is football, but there's also things called soccer, field hockey. Boys and girls are playing those cross country. Your daughter's field hockey. Field hockey. Seals go yeah. field hockey good Saturday. And uh, Mark, have a good staycation and get that yard right. work done. Get right. caught up get to for the down. fall. We're going to go see the Turkey Hill factory down in oh, beautiful. Uh, Columbia. Columbia. Thank Columbia. you. You have a good time. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is WKOK Sunbury.